Hey there, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh. Uh, there's Chuck. There's Jerry. Man, I wish I hadn't said, uh, that's eating up time, Chuck. <laughs> this is Short Stuff. Oh, God, I already said that, too. <laughs> this is already off the rails. Let's just start over. Like five years from now, are you going to be doing this? Yes. Short Stuff? Yes. Okay. It's The Short Stuff thing. All right. I just want to know what I'm in for. Yep. Buckle up, Chuck. <laughs> so uh, I heard you talking to Jerry as I sauntered in. Uh, yeah. Saying that you've never had a papazon or a futon. No, neither one. Same here. Good for us, Chuck. That's really like sticking it to the man, you know? Yeah. No, we're anti-papa foot. We're saying to heck with you, society and popular culture. We're going to go our own way and use a normal mattress and box spring combination. Yeah, or a regular chair. Yeah. That doesn't think it's a cereal bowl for sex. <laughs> Is that what they're for? I don't know. But we should shout out uh, the great, great website, Atlas Obscura. Sure. Uh, we both love that website and have for years. And this is, uh, you know, when you're doing Papazon research, look to one person, and that's John Kelly mm-hmm. of Atlas Obscura because he really dug into it. Dude, he is the only person who did, too. Like, I know. If you find any other article on the web, including this How Stuff Works one, it's like, here's what John Kelly found. Know, <laughs> like, this guy did all of the legwork and the research, and he, he really did dig in. But the beautiful part of the whole thing is that he failed to fully solve the mystery. It's still a mystery, which well, means yeah. it probably will be forever. Yeah, so there are a lot of mysteries about the Papasan uh you can start by going to papasan.com, which will redirect to Pier 1 Imports, which is pretty great. That is a little fishy and cool. Uh, but there are a lot of, like, like you can't get anything clear as to, like, the origin of the name right. or even where the chair originally came from or when mm-hmm. people started selling it. Yeah. It's weird. But there are – so John Kelly did turn up some tantalizing clues he wasn't able to triangulate on a particular year and even necessarily a particular country. But there's some, it, there's a lot of strong evidence that they emerged in the 60s, probably in the Philippines. That's where I'm putting my money. That's where the Papazon chair came from. 60s Philippines. Yeah, and that would make sense because uh, by 1966 was when we finally got the name Pier One mm-hmm. uh, as a store, which had been. I guess it was previously Cost Plus. Yeah, which I guess split off and Cost Plus went on to become World Market, which everybody knows. Well, Cost Plus World Market is still on the sign, which I think is interesting. Yeah, but weirdly, Pier 1 was Cost Plus originally. And I I think it was after they divided. And then if you really want to get the mind boggling, it was the guys who started Radio Shack who originally funded the guy who founded Pier 1. Yes, and the people who were Radio Shack were originally... The Tandy Corporation, which I I remember mm-hmm. that name, I think. Oh, I had a Tandy robot arm that moved <laughs> left and right. And you still do. It's attached to your body. That's right. It's <laughs> a new appendage. I'm Stellark. But, uh, oh, Stellark. God, I love just hearing that name. <laughs> uh, but 1966, Pier 1, what they're doing is they found a good market in importing Asian goods mm-hmm. uh, very cheaply and then marking them up mm-hmm. for a profit. But here's the deal. Even marked up in the United States... They were. It was still like cheaper than other stuff that you would get here from America or Europe, so people bought the stuff. Yep. So Pier One is basically like the the place everybody says. No, this is where America became enamored with Papazon chairs. 
So people go to Pier 1 and say, where do Papasan chairs come from? And Pier 1 says, we don't know. But we can tell you exactly when we started selling them. It was the mid-70s. And you say, okay, great. So Papasan chairs hit the U.S. in the mid-70s. But then if you talk to somebody else at Pier 1, they might tell you that, no, actually, Pier 1 sold them until the 60s. They just didn't blow up until the 70s. So that remains a tantalizing mystery as well. Yes, and what we do think we know is that the reason they blew up in the United States was because of the Vietnam War. Mm -hmm. And apparently here's what happened as the story goes. American GIs would go to Vietnam. They would go and serve in, you know, the countries that surround Vietnam. Mm -hmm. And they would – this is where it gets a little dodgy. Perhaps visit red light districts in these areas. Perhaps. As, you know, single soldiers with some spare change, I guess. Sure. <laughs> and they would uh, – this is where they would find the Papazon chair is at these brothels. Mm-hmm. And Papazon, this is where they think the name comes from because it doesn't really make sense that the chair would be called the Papazon chair if it comes from the Philippines because that that's a nonsensical word in the Philippines. It's actually Japanese, meaning like father or esteemed older man. Right. Or if you're an American GI in the Vietnam War – Papazan meant pimp, and Mamasan meant madam. There you have it. So it's possible, according to John Kelly's research, this is a theory, it's a pretty pretty good one, that American GIs started calling these chairs Papazan chairs rather than just calling them straight-up pimp chairs because that's who they'd seen lounging around in them in brothels. That's right. Uh, I think this part is fairly interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1977, there was... And I guess in the surrounding years, but this is when this issue came out. But there was, I guess, a magazine called Mac Flyer, M-A-C, capital M-A-C, Flyer. And it was issued by the Military Airlift Command Safety Office. And there was uh, a character, Major C.R. Terror, who was a pilot, fictional pilot, obviously. Mm -hmm. And it was all about his crew and their antics and stuff like that. And there was one issue in 77 that said this. Uh, and this is this is the guy's like doesn't know what to get his wife for Christmas. That's the setup. So he gets her everything, and he says this: "She's got that wombat skin coat. I brought her back from Athens. The Honda Goldwing from Tokyo, candlesticks from Bangkok, a giant brass table from Iran, two camel saddles from Turkey, a pair of elephants from Saigon, and a papasan chair from Clark, which was Clark Air Base in the Philippines. In the Philippines, right? So at least by the seventies in the military." Uh, an in-joke that you would assume any military guy would know is that that you would associate Papazon chairs with the Philippines. So that's pretty strong evidence for John Kelly's idea. Right. And the joke replied back in the comic was, sounds like her apartment is decorated in contemporary military. <laughs> Should we take a break? <laughs> yeah. After that burner of a joke, yes. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back with more on the Papazon. Okay, Chuck, so here's where it's possible that Pier 1 already had Papazon chairs, just no one was really paying attention to them. Um, it was probably soldiers, American soldiers returning from Vietnam, who had seen these chairs in brothels in, the, uh, the, in Southeast Asia. And 
were like, holy cow, there's a pimp chair right there, and they're selling them. I totally got to get one of those. Or people went over to military people's houses, saw them in their houses, and then also saw them at Pier 1 and thought, these are really cool. One way or another, they just hit just the right nerve. And definitely by the mid-'70s, they were all the rage in the United States as far as home decor is concerned. Yeah, and it's, it's occurring to me we haven't even described one because <laughs> I just assumed papasans were so ubiquitous if you grew up in the 60s, 70s, or 80s, even hanging out in the 90s probably, mm-hmm. that you know what one is. But you might hear it called a rattan chair yes, or uh, perhaps bamboo or like a moon chair. Yeah, And there were different models over the years. Some were smaller and had four legs and like a smaller cushion. The one, when I think of a papasan, I think of the almost comically large <laughs> round saucer mm-hmm. that is not attached to the round base. Right. It just, you can angle it and move it around. You can make it completely flat like a bowl of cereal, mm-hmm. or you can tilt it up if you want to look like, uh, was it Isaac Hayes? Yeah, sure. Although those chairs are different and those are awesome too. Yeah, it's like a, a rattan woven king chair. A throne. From like prom pictures in 1983. <laughs> yeah, but that's what the papasan is. And the big fishbowl one that I associate with that word had uh, a very, very large cushion. A lot of times it was uh, it had like flowers on it or palm trees or something like that. I just reminded myself of a P.F. Tompkins bit where he, he talks about how he used to work in a hat store. Uh-huh. And they had all sorts of hats and people would come in. They'd be like, let me try on one of them king hats. <laughs> and he would say, what's the matter with you? Like, you and I both know that that's called a crown, right. not a king hat. What, why did you just call it a king hat? He does it way better than me, but it well, kills. And yeah. I just called it a king chair. A king chair. <laughs> and then you corrected me quite rightly. It's a throne is what I meant. Oh, Paula Tompkins, the best. The best. So that's what I associate with the Papazon. Although, like I said, there have been other models. And over the years, they've um, evolved into, like, instead of bamboo, it would be like woven string and stuff like that is the support base. Yeah, or metal. They're like, a lot of people have said like, no, 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 you don't have to associate them with hippies because they were definitely associated with hippies and um, artsy chic and and definitely kind of like that whole like, um, well, I don't know what you'd call it. but The that, same people that had beads in their doorway probably exactly, had a papazon. Exactly, and you could buy that at Pier 1 too, right? But now people are saying, well, wait a minute, if you get rid of the base or you replace the base with something like with kind of thin tapered stick legs, like it makes it suddenly mid-century modern, you know? So people have rethought it and it's kind of made comebacks here or there. But if you ask me that Papazon chair that you you described where you could move the bowl and be the cereal yourself, um, that is... That's the all-time great one. But you just have to have the right room for it because it totally ruins everything else in the room if you have a theme going that's not Papazon-themed. Yes. And be prepared to drink plenty of Mai Tais. Nothing wrong with that. And John Kelly also found a bunch of people in here that he dug up through social media and stuff that had stories. It was kind of cool. This one lady from Malaysia said in her native uh, Malacca, it was a very big thing in the 70s to shoot... Uh, studio portraits of your kids mm-hmm. and the smaller versions of these. Yeah, which is when they think they started introducing cushions, which means people were sitting around in these things without cushions, just the rattan part. Ugh. It sounds pretty awful. Yeah, that's no good. But that's, the, yeah, so they think that 
by the 70s, for sure, these things were commonplace in the Philippines and that they got picked up by then. By and I assume you can still buy these brand new, right? I mean, I yeah. know you can get them used online virtually any day of the year. Yeah, that's another. You can find trampolines and papasan chairs in the classifieds all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Pier 1, like if you type in papasanchair.com, it takes you to the Pier 1 papasan page and they have them. I looked. And they're cheaper than you'd think. They're like 55 bucks, I think, for the highest end one. Uh, no, I'm seeing some. Look here. This one's 180 Right, okay. I mean, like, the just the, the traditional good kind that you and I were talking gotcha. about, like the, the wicker rattan version. Yeah, the cool, the, I like, kind of like the hanging basket ones as well. Yeah. Those are very cool. Just make sure you hang it on uh, a sturdy buttress, everybody. For sure. Well, since Chuck said sturdy buttress and we don't do listener mail, then that means that we are at the end of this short stuff. So, short stuff, adios. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. <laughs>